All right, so first off, what is going on, everybody? This is this is going to be crazy. This is going to be dope. So welcome to the first ever episode of Triple L Nerdcast, the pop culture nerdy podcast, nerdy podcast that I wanted to start. Um, I got the idea from a few different people, and I also I love nerdy things. I love movies, I love books, I love music, I love TV shows, so I wanted to do a podcast about it. This kind of shows a little bit of a different side of me. You know, most people get to hear me on my other podcast, which is Rico Cool Your Jets, which I do with my friend Manny. Uh, Most people get to hear me do that, um, which is a cool show in itself. Um, That's kind of just us just shooting the shit, being friends and stuff like that. So it's actually pretty dope. Um, Take a listen to that. Like I said, it's Rico Cool Your Jets, but that's not why I'm here. I'm here because this is my podcast. And I I wanted to do this because, like I said, I love nerdy things. And one of the great things about this is um, the name itself, Triple L, which is just a great name, I think, in and of itself. But the reasoning for that is because, and I explained this to a couple different people and they thought it was cool. So one of the first ever raunchy movies that I saw was Revenge of the Nerds. And Revenge of the Nerds was, it's a movie series from the 80s. I think they went up to like five or six of them. Crazy movies, fucking hilarious, loved them. But um, that, that was the first raunchy movie I've seen. And I love the fact that the, the nerds were just going at it. Like basically just saying like, we're nerds, we're here, deal with it. The other thing about that is the fact that that was one of the first movies that showed me that it is cool to be a nerd. So... The name that I got for it was Triple L. Now, the reason for Triple L is because in the movie, the nerds had their own fraternity, which if you've seen the movies, if you haven't, you need to watch those. But their fraternity was Lambda, Lambda, Lambda. And I was going to try to use that for the podcast name, but what ended up happening was there is an actual fraternity in Connecticut by the name of Lambda, Lambda, Lambda. And they probably would have, you know, people would have thought that the podcast was about that. It's not what it's about at all. Uh, I'm going to grab this for one second so that I can scroll up, apparently, because I need to see comments. So, hey, hey, appreciate y'all that they can let me put this back. But anyways, so, you know, I didn't want to do, I didn't want that, so I decided on the name Triple L. So this is in ode to Revenge of the Nerds. Love that movie. Hands down is dope. Um, My credentials are, listen, I love movies. I love books, I love music, I love TV shows. I'm a huge DC fan, as you can see by the stuff behind me, and as you can tell if you know me by most of my tattoos. Kryptonian symbol for Doom, by the way. But um, those are my credentials, and I I know that there are people who know a lot more about movies than I do, but I love movies. Like I I have a very unnatural love for movies, and it's just dope. Um, So I got the idea from a couple people, and this is why I wanted to start this podcast. So... In spirit of all of that, you guys see my notepad right here. Um, For those of you on the podcast who don't get to see this, so I'm also talking in a weird way because I'm doing a Twitter live while I do this. So I'm live on Twitter. So if you find, if you follow us on Twitter at TripLNerds, then you can see this as we record it. Or if you don't have a Twitter and you don't want to do that, then you can always just, you know, follow us at TripLNerds or you can just listen to the podcast triple l nerdcast but for real let's get into the meat of this right now superman stuff batman shirt you already know how it goes um but yeah so i was going through a couple different articles because i wanted to talk about 
some of these things involved in movies and TV shows. Now, one thing that I'm definitely going to start with is the fact that I'm a huge nerd, especially when it comes to comic books. Uh, DC, they've been slacking in the movies. They're animated in comic sales, though. Through the roof. Loving that. DC, keep that shit going. Let's make the movies a little bit better, though. But what I really want to talk about is I love Marvel movies. Marvel movies are just dope. Great directors, great animation, CGI, all that stuff. Marvel's dope. They know what they're doing. Disney did their thing with that. So one thing that I definitely want to talk about, I got people talking to me. That's what is shy. All right, so apparently not. Apparently not. Welcome back. So one of the things that I wanted to talk about is so everybody knows that with the end of the original Avengers team in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, we are now stepping into Phase 4 of the MCU. Now everybody's been kind of wondering like what's going to go on with a lot of the original cast leaving and stuff like that. Um, you know, Chris Evans is no longer Captain America. Chris Hemsworth has signed on for a few more movies as Thor. I believe it's three, but he's definitely going to get switched over in Thor Love and Thunder with Natalie Portman taking over as a female Thor, just like they did in the comic books. We also do not see the return. May he rest in peace of Iron Man Tony Stark himself. Black Widow, may she rest in peace. Pretty sure Hawkeye's not going to be there. Um, but... So, so far, what I have, though, is I found this, and I'm also doing this because you guys can follow all these articles and stuff like that on the different sites, but why do that when you can hear it from me? It's going to be funny. It's going to be better. Plus, I can make it all very simple. You know what I'm saying? So, one of the things is, you know, so the Avengers lineup for Phase 4. By the end of Phase Marvel Cinematic Universe Avengers Phase 4, what we're going to have is a crazy lineup. Am I really with the lineup? I'm going to be honest. Eh, eh. Maybe, maybe not. We'll have to see how it plays out and how it all goes. But so far, so that way, in case you guys didn't know, you can hear it here first. The lineup for the end of Marvel Phase 4, which will take place with the next Avengers movie, is going to be as follows. Captain Marvel, Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, She-Hulk, War Machine, Sam Wilson is still the Falcon, but he comes back as Captain America... Then you're going to have Shang-Chi, who they are doing a movie about him, supposed to release sometime early, or I think mid-2021. You're also going to get Yelena Belova as the Black Widow. That's going to be crazy. You guys already know that we lost Scarlett Johansson because she died in Avengers Endgame. Rest in peace. Hot as hell. Love that girl. And then we are also going to get, may he rest in peace, by the way, Chadwick Boseman. Rest in peace, King. Wakanda forever. But with Shuri Destined to take over Black Panther in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, we are also going to be get, getting her in the Avengers lineup. Another person that I did not expect at all, this is going to be crazy, Wolverine. We are getting, yeah, exactly, Wakanda Forever. We are getting Wolverine in the Avengers lineup. It's a tricky move that Marvel wanted to pull. We feel that it's a little bit too early. No, I don't I don't mean like we cuz I don't work there, but a lot of people feel that it has been too early, but I think it's going to be dope. Um Logan's always been such a great character and uh it's just going to be interesting to see who's going to take over the mantle and it's going to be hard pressed to see who can either try to be as good or outdo Hugh Jackman. It's going to be crazy. So just think about that. Think about that lineup for a second. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's nuts. So then going along with Marvel, we also have the Black Widow movie slated to go into studios or go into movie theaters 
on May 7th of 2021. It's looking like that might be our next Marvel movie. That is what's going to kick off Phase 4, which is going to be great because it's supposed to take place directly after Avengers Endgame. Yo, so Marvel's doing big things right now. They're hooking it up. They're hitting it up. It's all gravy. Another movie that I'm looking forward to just because the first one was so great, going on the complete opposite side of it, DC Comics, Wonder Woman, 1984. I'm looking forward to this. Wonder Woman in itself, such a dope movie. It's great to have a movie like that, especially with a strong female cast, strong female lead. Um, Gal Gadot did her damn thing in that movie. You know what I'm saying, y'all? She was just dope as Wonder Woman. So now you got Wonder Woman 1984, where you're going to finally be able to see the kind of birth of her, not her main villain... But definitely one of her arch nemesis, which is going to be Cheetah, played by Kristen Wiig. That's going to be dope. If you watch the trailers, they're crazy. It looks like it's going to be dope. I'm just trying to figure out how they're bringing Steve Trevor back. That just threw me off. Either way, it, whatever. Steve Trevor, dope-ass dude. Chris Pine was actually slated. He wanted to play Green Lantern. They didn't go with that. He's Steve Trevor. Hey, another good thing. I'll take it. So Wonder Woman 1984. That's going to be a dope movie. If you weren't a fan of Wonder Woman, I don't know what the hell's wrong with you. I really don't. Such a great movie. Gal Gadot did her damn thing in that movie. It was dope. Uh, CGI kind of could have you know, been a little bit better, but hey, that's just my opinion. That's just me. That's me. I'll still give the movie a solid 8.5 out of 10. A couple things they could have fixed, but yeah, solid 8.5 because that movie was dope. And that movie is slated to release on Christmas of this year so far. Now, DC has pushed it back because it originally was supposed to be released on June 5th of this year, but with everything going on with Corona, they didn't do that. So, so far, we're looking at Christmas of this year for that movie to be released. Going along with comic books, because I'm going to stay on that for just a quick second because I can. Mandalorian. Still kind of dealing with comic books. It's going to be a Disney Plus thing. But Mandalorian is a Star Wars series based off of a lone bounty hunter. It is dope. If you haven't watched the first season, get on Disney Plus. Watch that. It's a dope show. That's where the little baby Yoda... Little baby Yoda, little baby Yoda. That's where baby Yoda came in. You know what I'm saying? So, it was a dope show. The Mandalorian was actually pretty cool. I'm excited for season two. It's, it looks like it's going to be nuts. Um, I'm waiting for this. So, and that's slated to release on October 30th of this year. Exciting. Yes. Now, after that though, we got another movie that everybody should be talking about. Everybody. If you were like me, then you like all types of movies and you definitely love action, suspenseful, things like that. I've always been a fan of James Bond movies. Absolutely can love them. I'm going to get into those on a later episode. I want to do a whole James Bond-centered episode. But So, Bond 25 also known as 007 in No Time to Die, with Daniel Craig reprising the role of James Bond for the last time. That movie is slated to release on November 11th of this year, and yo, it's going to be crazy. Um, I've, I'm, not really, I'm not really too much of a Daniel Craig fan as James Bond. Me, personally, I mean, Sean Connery, obviously. Roger Moore, hands down. My boy Pierce Brosnan, though? She, she, yep, yo, Pierce Brosnan was just the illest, but it's going to be crazy, it looks like it's going to be good, the trailers are spectacular, I'm loving the way that these movies are being done, I feel that it's taken on more of a, 
It's like a James Bond meets Jason Bourne type thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's just very... Pierce Brosnan was more suave, witty, things like that. But he could be serious when he needed to be. But Daniel Craig takes it to a whole nother level. And it's more serious, more action. It's still dope. So everybody be on the lookout for that. November 11th, 2020. The other things that I want to bring up with that is the fact of who is going to be the next James Bond. Now, there's been a couple people who have talked about it in the past. One of the things that I absolutely hate, though, is the fact that Idris Elba actually ex um, showed some interest in taking the part over, and basically a bunch of people came out and said, nah, you can't, you're black, so no, that's not how it goes. Listen, first off, James Bond is a fictional character, and on top of that, James Bond has been around for years. It's 2020, color really shouldn't matter, but if you think about it, so you're going to tell me that since, what, 70s, 80s, when James Bond originally came out, going from Sean Connery, Roger Moore, the other dude that I never really cared for because I completely forgot his name, eh, whatever, Pierce Brosnan, Daniel Craig, they've all had the same M, all had the same Q, they were all the same person. No, each time a different character gets brought in, it's almost like they're rebooting the entire series, you know what I'm saying? It starts with him finally becoming a double O, and then working through his missions on that. Idris Elba, hands down, would be dope. I see why everybody's complaining, I hate it. Y'all are stupid. Let the man play the part! Let the man play the part! But if not, what you definitely need to look out for is the fact that Henry Cavill himself, Mr. Modern Day Superman, who actually does dope as Superman, did dope as the semi-villain in Mission Impossible Fallout. Yeah, it was crazy. He wants to be the next Bond. Now, there is speculation that he might, you know, already be kind of like a shoe-in for the part because he's on a first-name basis with the casting director and also one of the producers. So, he keeps throwing little hints that he would love to play, but obviously there's a reason if you're going to keep throwing hints like that. You know what I'm saying? It's just, eh. Little on the nose there, buddy. But I think Cavill would be good. Um, he's a great action star. He can do suspense. He could definitely handle it. It helps with the fact that he is British or English, whatever he happens to be. Um, he discovers the accent really well. So that's going to be a dope thing to look out for, too. Bond 25-11-11 of this year. And then we're going to see who's going to take over. If it was me personally, Ewan McGregor. Most people know him... Obi-Wan from the prequel series of Star Wars movies. Yo, Ewan McGregor is such an underrated actor, in my opinion. Like, the dude is great. The dude is dope. He can do action. I know he can. He's also getting up there in age, though, so I think if he was going to be able to be a Bond, now would be the perfect time before he gets too old to the point where he just really can't do it anymore. You know? So, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, I'm going for Ewan McGregor for that, real talk. Now I just want to switch things over, and I do want to talk about... What the hell's wrong with TV? Like, seriously. So anybody who grew up like me watching TV, especially watching Cartoon Network and stuff like that, we all grew up watching Adult Swim. Adult Swim is what started Adult Swim, is what made us adult as teenagers, because there were crazy shows on there. Some of the shit you saw was just nuts. Now here's where I have an issue. So Adult Swim is pulling episodes from both Aqua Teen Hunger Force and the Boondocks, citing cultural insensitivity or cultural sensitivity. For Aqua Teen Hunger Force, they're pulling two episodes 
Boston, which was an unaired episode, which apparently had some issues in there where uh, it kind of led to a bomb being found or something like that on the episode. But then in Boston, they actually had a bomb scare going on at the time, so they decided that they're going to pull that episode. And on top of that, they're also going to pull Shake Like Me, which is an episode where Shake gets bit by an irradiated black man, and that causes some type of transformation to him or whatever, and they're using that as cultural insensitivity or sensitivity. Listen, these are fucked up shows. That's what they're there for. They're there to be crazy. That's why they're on Adult Swim. Why are we still at the point where everybody's sensitive about everything? Like, really? This is what we've come to with all this stuff? Nah. I'm not with it. They need you to just leave this alone. So then you got Boondocks. They're pulling three episodes from the Boondocks. Story of Jimmy Rebel... Hunger Strike, and Pause. Now, going through the different articles that I went to to find this for you guys, I couldn't see any reasons, or they didn't give any reasoning as to why they're pulling those three episodes. But those three episodes, as well as the two from Aqua Teen Hunger Force, have been pulled from the Adult Swim lineup and have also been pulled from the HBO Max lineup that they have for these shows. HBO is pulling some... is pulling stuff. Um... Three words, HBO. Game of Thrones. Remember that? So you'll pull episodes from cartoons. But, I mean, if I'm being 100% honest, some of the sh- that I've seen in Game of Thrones, like, really? That's what we're choosing to pull? Come on now, man. HBO is tripping right now. Going absolutely nutty, buddy. Okay, so, comment from a friend. So, apparently, uh, the episode of Boondocks titled Pause, it was because they made fun of Tyler Perry. Tell Tyler Perry to fucking grow a pair. Or take the pair out of Medea's purse. I don't know. He needs to stop being sensitive. That's what it is. Who cares? Just let, let people watch the show. Let the show go on. It's it's crazy that 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 we're that we're really pulling this stuff, but then like look at all the other stuff that we can watch. Like I said, Game of Thrones, um, the show Spartacus, which was on Stars. Yeah, it was on Stars. I don't know if any of you guys have ever seen that one, but if you if you haven't, check out Spartacus. There are actually points in that where I'm like, okay, Game of Thrones is a bit more tame than Spartacus. Like there was definitely a lot of rapiness. Uh, Spartacus had a dude getting castrated and then crucified and you've seen it all like they sliced it they did all that but they're worried about aqua teen hunger force and boondocks next thing you know we're gonna start pulling episodes of power rangers everybody that should be great another thing is apparently disney has gone ahead and gave the green light for lion king 2 the sequel which would be the live action version of lion king simba's pride which I'll be honest. I didn't watch the first Lion King. It looked like it was going to be garbage. I heard it was absolute garbage. I'm going to watch it just so I can review it for you guys. But I'm being honest, I really don't want to. Um, th- there's so many things that I can go wrong with that. And I know I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. I'm not really a big Beyonce fan. And as I was reading articles about the production of Lion King, it was just the fact that she wanted to have her own song that she wrote, produced, and all that stuff, and just randomly inserted into, I believe it was like the middle of the movie. Nah, you don't get to do that, sweetie. Like, I understand you might have your little following, you might think you're Queen Bee, but yo, nah, you you not that special, mama. 
To me, you're not that special. So I got no clue why you think that you can do that. I've seen a bunch of comments where people were just going off saying, yo, I'll watch this as long as Beyonce ain't in it. There was a couple other people they brought up, but it was just, uh, it was great. People think like me, and I like that. It's a very good thing to think about. Uh, Lion King 2 is going to be horrible. Just throwing that out there. Another thing, so I love classic movies. I'm sorry, guys. I'm going through this. I'm trying to make these shorter than my normal podcast. So that's why I'm going through these. Um, I promise, like I said, this is the first episode. I kind of just want to give you guys like credentials and stuff like that. Kind of let you guys know where I'm at when it comes to movies and stuff. As I get further through the podcast and into the different episodes, things are going to be different. I'm going to start doing more movie reviews and kind of having more topics or specific pop culture topics throughout the episodes and stuff like that. I've got a couple friends who are going to be cool and join on it with me. So that's going to be really dope. Um, but again, if you know me, I love movies. I love classic movies. I love movies from way the hell before I was born. One of the ones that I absolutely loved was uh, Firestarter. Where if nobody saw that, it was in the early 80s, I want to say. Maybe late 70s. I want to say it's early 80s. I'll have to double check on that. But um, Drew Barrymore was in that one as a child. And she played the Firestarter. No, it was 80s because it was around the same time as E.T. Something like that. Yeah, we'll go with that. But um, Drew Barrymore was in that, which was actually a pretty dope movie. So apparently they're going to go ahead and do a reboot of that. Now, how do I feel about this? Not too sure. For the simple fact of the original It movie, Tim Curry is It. Great. Great. Should have left it alone. Haven't seen It Chapter 2. Wasn't really a big fan of It Chapter 1. Wanted to be a little bit more scared, but I've actually got that on cue because that is one of the things I want to talk about, especially with being October coming up. Halloween and horror movies, we're definitely going to be getting into that, but I wasn't really a fan of the new It. Um, I have not... Well, actually, no, I did. I did watch the new Pet Cemetery. Wasn't impressed. Not at all. The original was so much more creepier. The original was just so much better. And, uh... Yeah, no, I don't know. But Firestarter... I love that movie because it was just to me it was a little bit different. And I love the I love the cast and I love the way that the whole movie just flowed and the way it went and now I'm kind of iffy because apparently Zac Efron has already been cast into one of the roles. Why? It's Firestarter, not High School Musical, bro. What's he going to do? Start a fire in the high school bathroom? I ain't down for this. Listen, I love Zac Efron. He does a lot of funny movies. Yo, if he sticks to comedy, Dirty Grandpa, Dirty Grandpa Unrated, dope movies. Dope. But, as for Firestarter, not too sure about that. Zac Efron, please, just do everybody a favor. Stick to comedy or just stick to being a pretty boy. Don't try to sing no more. That's all it is. Just please don't. I'm scared for us. So many good movies going on. Um, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. So like I said, this is just the initial episode of the podcast. So I kind of just wanted to go through, give you all a quick little tidbits. So that way you guys can kind of see what it's about. Every episode is going to have either a certain topic where it's going to be reviews. Uh, I will let you guys know whether we're doing books, whether we're doing movies, music, TV shows. Um... Like I said before, I'm definitely going to have episodes that are more driven towards things that I truly do love. Like, I'm a huge DC fan, huge Star Wars fan, um, 
anything nostalgic from when I was growing up. I'm a 90s baby. Legit, I was born in 1990. So, I mean, there, there was there's just so many things that I grew up on that I want to talk about. Because I see them now when they're like cult classics, which, which is so dope to me. And, I mean, God, God I'm such a nerd sometimes. But... Uh, definitely gonna go back to things that make me feel nostalgic. I'm definitely gonna go back to more DC things. Definitely gonna be doing more Star Wars things. Um, we're definitely gonna be covering movies. I'm definitely gonna keep letting you guys know what's going on with Marvel, what's going on with DC, what's going on anywhere. Now, the whole point of this podcast is anybody could find these sites. You can find them on Instagram. You can find them on Facebook. You can find them on Twitter. You can do all that. But why go through the hassle of trying to read all that when you can just listen to this podcast and you can get all the information in one? And not just that, you can also hit me up on the Twitter page, which is Triple L Nerdcast, or just use the at, which is Trip L Nerds, and you can let me know what else you would like us to talk about, what else you would like to hear reviews on, things like that. Um, I mean, that's pretty much it. You know, this episode is going to be kind of sweet. It's going to be kind of short just because I'm kind of doing this very impromptu. Just wanted to go ahead and get this first episode out. The first episode is always the one that I'm more nervous about. So I kind of wanted to just go ahead and get it out there. And uh, now it's out there. So I'll definitely be a lot more prepared and a lot better, you know, from here on out and going forward. So that's what's really going to be dope about it. So um to everybody who did tune in to the live video of me doing this i appreciate y'all thank y'all so much to everybody who's going to be hearing this as soon as it hits the airwaves so to speak thank you i appreciate you now remember it is triple l nerdcast and you can find me on twitter at trip l nerds or you can also if you're feeling magnanimous just throwing this out there You can listen to my other podcast where me and my friend talk about everyday life in a very comedic way. Uh, It's me and my boy Manny, big old ugly mofo, but hey, whatever. That's his problem, not mine. But you can definitely look that up because on that podcast, I'm I'm so happy about it. We are everywhere, including iHeartRadio, Spotify, working on Pandora. I think that's the last one I need to get. I know that we're most likely on Amazon Music, Stitcher, all that stuff. But you can find that one at Rico Cool Your Jets. You can also find that one on Facebook at RC or Rico Cool Your Jets Podcast. You can also find this podcast on Facebook, Triple L Nerdcast. Got its own separate page and all that stuff. And you can also hit me up on Instagram at the podcast for my other page, which is RCYJ Podcast. So many different ways that you can contact me so many different ways that you guys can let me know what else you want to hear what movies you would like me to watch and review if you ever have any suggestions on anything like that feel free to just let me know and i'm gonna go ahead and watch them and then we're gonna have a discussion about it because that's what this whole thing is about you know what i'm saying so like i said thank you everybody for tuning in once again this is your homeboy rico t for triple l nerdcast be on the lookout for the future episodes and like i said i'm gonna have some guests popping in uh i've got a gentleman who's a sci-fi expert um star trek and things like that so whenever he's on the episodes we're gonna call him the hot take episodes i do have a friend of mine who i will not mention his name right now he's watching this thank you homie who is going to be on this with me because i feel that me and him vibe really well together when it comes to talking about things like dc star wars and stuff like that i have a wealth of knowledge plus i want this dude on here because he is just about as big of a superman fan as me so it's gonna be epic 
Thank you guys for tuning in to the very first episode of Triple L Nerdcast. So, appreciate y'all. Be on the lookout for the future episodes. And I'm out this piece. Love y'all. Appreciate y'all.